Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and with us this morning is Lana Peacock, Executive Director of the East Texas Crisis Center as we observe April as Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And we'll talk about that and a lot more. Been a while. Good morning, Lana. Great to have you back with us today. It's really nice to be here, John. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Lana, as we commonly do, let's start off with a brief history of the East Texas Crisis Center. Started out in 1978, 39 years ago, under a different name with a slightly different purpose. Tell us how that all began and uh, um, where you are now after 39 years in business. Um, it was actually, the organization was actually established as a nonprofit organization in 1978. But really a few years before that, um, a group of uh, volunteers, citizens here in Tyler, they decided that Tyler really needed a hotline for victims of sexual assault. They saw that need and they met that need. Uh, they set the hotline up and, and volunteers took it from their individual homes and then they would meet uh, weekly and talk about the types of calls that were coming in and how to handle those emergencies or crisis situations. And um, so they just became the volunteers and, and, and moved into peer counseling and trained themselves to do that. Um, now this is the same uh, period of time that uh, crisis center shelters were popping up around the country mm-hmm. and in very large cities. So Tyler was right on the cutting edge of that because of this group of volunteers. Well, when they decided to establish themselves as a nonprofit organization, and the hotline had been up and running for probably six to eight months, and as they came together for their weekly meeting, what they were all noting was that about 75% of the phone calls were coming in from, from women that were saying, my husband, has, uh, he's, he's beaten me, this has happened before, I don't know what to do. And, and this team of volunteers quickly realized they really had two issues to deal with. So they went back to change the name of the organization from Smith County Citizens Against Rape, and they changed the name to the East Texas Crisis Center in order that we would uh, forming us then as a dual organization serving dual um, issues of family violence and sexual assault. Okay, and here it is, 2017. We'll go into some more detail about this just a little while, in just a little while, after we talk about some of the things that are happening and really in the next few weeks, largely as part of Sexual Assault Awareness Month. But just a thumbnail, if you would, about some of the different programs that you offer through the Crisis Center. Well, first we have our emergency shelter, which is for victims of family violence or sexual assault. And then within those shelter services, that includes we have a full day care for children from ages three months, the nursery three months, all the way up to children's programs and activities uh, for school-aged children all the way through age 18 if the 18-year-olds are still in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, a lot of these services are provided specifically for uh, those women and their children that are living in our emergency shelter. But also for non-residential clients, we provide um, advocacy, counseling, um, assistance with the family protective order, getting all that information to the DA's office quickly so that a a woman can be protected. Uh, A lot of information and referrals. I mean, our mission is to provide safety, safety first, counseling, 
uh, and education. And when I say education, I mean in the format of helping women be aware of of the red flags for family violence mm-hmm. or sexual assault, and then how to deal with that after an incident occurs. Okay. Um, 2401 Huey Drive is the address. Uh, up until a few years ago, that was 2401 Old Noonday Road. Mm-hmm. They did. Most folks are familiar with this. They did some reworking. I think part of the Earl Campbell Parkway project, and it's now 2401 Huey Drive, although it's in the same place on the southwest side of Tyler. Website, very simple, etcc.org, and you're open 8.30 to 5.30 weekdays. Those are your regular business hours. That's correct. Although there are services that you provide around the clock. And for a regular business call, not the hotline, we'll get to that in a little bit, 903-509-2526. Correct. And uh, like most nonprofits, you operate with a combination of paid staff and volunteers. And I imagine you need quite a few of both to, to do all this work. Yes, the volunteers, they can really help us expand our services and what we're doing and, and how many we can serve. So mm-hmm. it's very important. All right. April Sexual Assault Awareness Month. This is a nationwide thing. And a couple of things that happen every April, April, and they're both coming up in just a little while here. First of all, let's do them chronologically. At UT Tyler, April 26th is Denim Day. This is something I think that's been going on for a few years now, if I'm not mistaken. Tell us what Denim Day is and the purpose of it, how it works. Well, it's encouraging all the students to wear denim on uh, April the 26th. And that's in um, to show that they are protesting the fact of victim blaming hmm. when there's been a, a sexual assault. Not to blame the victim, but um, so to take that stand. And so that's where that's coming from. We've been working with the students over at UT Tyler for a number of years now, and they have become, different groups have become very, very involved in anything that we're doing, either for victims of sexual assault or victims of family violence. Let me ask you this. It's a UT Tyler event. Can members of the public be involved in this as well, or is it strictly an on-campus student-based initiative? Um, Well, I think... um, it, de- it just depends on if they're having any kind of ceremony or anything, and the public would be that would be open to the public, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, and we can keep our eyes and ears open for anything from UT Tyler on that. Basically, though, it's a campus-based, student-based effort, yes. and you do get a lot of mileage out of that. So. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, the public event we know about that you do every year, and that you actually do twice a year: once in October, which is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and mm-hmm. once in April, which mm-hmm. is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. This is coming up April twenty-seventh, the day after. After the UT Tyler event and this is called the Hope Awards. Yes. Just go ahead and tell us what that is and what you have planned for this year. And this awareness event is open to the public and it's the, at the Tyler Public Library 1230 to 130 and at this event it gives the crisis center the opportunity to recognize and honor individuals and professionals in the community who have really gone above and beyond helping victims of sexual assault. And uh, this year we're uh, we're recognizing uh, three members of what we call the SORT team. SORT stands for Sexual Assault Response Team. And the Crisis Center is a member of this, along with uh, representatives from the DA's office, from the law enforcement, from the hospitals. And this is the team of people that work with victims of sexual assault in order to help them navigate all the obstacles, hurdles of being able to um, get help, but also to be able to prosecute. So working together as a team, it certainly allows 
the staff at the East Texas Crisis Center to have a go-to person with each of these uh, organizations or, or agencies. All righty. That's April 27th, 1230 to 1.30, Tyler Public Library, the Hope Awards, and the honorees this year, the Sexual Assault Response Team, or SART. Uh, believe those, said those are three, of three. The, mm-hmm. the, that are being recognized, but also we have uh, a couple of volunteers that actually volunteer for the East Texas Crisis Center. Okay. And they go out, and when there's a, a hotline call, the, the hospital calls and says, we've got a, a young woman in the in the emergency room right now, and then that's when our, either a staff person or a volunteer will respond. They'll go to the hospital. They'll meet uh, with the victim. Uh, really, our purpose, our mission of going to the hospital is to give information and say uh, you can come to us for counseling at no cost to you and uh, you know you can come in you can come tomorrow and and meet with a counselor and and to help you deal with everything that has just happened okay so basically three members of the sexual assault response team which is a partnership involving you and other mm-hmm. agencies and also a couple of volunteers are the yes. ones who are going to be honored at the hope awards april 27th 12 30 to 1 30 at the library and the public is invited and encouraged to be involved with that and since we're really talking about volunteers here mm-hmm. how do you volunteer for the crisis center and what are some of the criteria that you look for okay. when you're seeking volunteers well first of all all you would have to do is make a phone call to our office 903-509-2526 and ask to speak to the, vo- the volunteer coordinator, and she will provide the initial inf- information of what someone would need to know if they're interested in volunteering, but also um, that uh, to work directly with clients, like to go to the hospital, a volunteer has to go through 40 hours of training, mm-hmm. and that's over a span of two weeks um, so that they are qualified and certified to go out and meet face-to-face with a victim. All righty, so that's how to volunteer, and you have different types of volunteer opportunities, I'm sure, and that can be uh, negotiated, and you can learn more about that simply by calling that number, yes. 903-509-2526, mm-hmm. speaking with the volunteer coordinator and taking it from there. While we're talking about volunteering, you also take donations, obviously. Mm-hmm. You take donations of goods, and on, on the website, etcc.org, I see where there's a list of different things that you are in need of right now. Mm -hmm. Financial donations, it's the standard operating procedure, I think, nowadays for the most part. Click the donation button. Mm -hmm. You can write a check if you like, but easy to go ahead and make a donation online at etcc.org if you like. Lana Peacock, Executive Director of the East Texas Crisis Center, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And just a quick recap of a couple of events coming up. as we approach the end of April, there's Denim Day at UT Tyler, April 26th. Denim as a way of protesting victim blaming. And then the Hope Awards, April 27th at the Tyler Public Library. One of the things that you've done within, I guess, the last 18 months is you have brought in a new addition. You've worked with licensed professional counselors before, but now you have hired an LPC who works specifically with families and children to help them get stabilized and move out of the crisis situation that they're in. Let's hear more about that. Well, we wanted someone that would be able to work with uh, adults and children, and actually she's working with the family as a unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is usually for families that are living in our emergency shelter. And so many t- There's been so much chaos and violence 
uh, in the home that oftentimes mo- moms have just really shut down and they're not engaged with their children. And the result of that is that the children are acting out. They're acting out in school. They're acting out in our shelter. I mean, so the purpose of our counseling for, for the family as a unit is to help mom uh, connect with the kids, to re- re-engage with them, and to actually teach her. Because, you know, sometimes... Um, depending on the home that a woman may have grown up in, she may not know how to connect and really communicate with her children, small children or teenagers. Um, So there's a lot of challenges there for any of us. Uh, But for our moms, we want to be able to provide that service that can help her and help her children so that they stabilize. And by the time they're leaving our shelter, that mom feels like she's got a handle on things. She's been Mm -hmm. through a lot. This is just one more area we want to make sure that we're helping mothers with. Okay. Now, we've given out some contact information already. 509-2526 and the 903 area code is your uh, business office number. That's at 2401 Huey Drive in Tyler. ETCC.org is the website. You're open from 830 to 530 on weekdays. Wanted to kind of flesh that out a little bit. First of all, you serve five counties, Smith, Van Zandt, Wood, Rains, and... um, Van Zandt. Van Zandt. Okay, and Henderson. That's and Henderson. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> had it right on the tip of my tongue. There is contact information for each of those counties on the website, etcc.org. So if yes, you're it in is. one of those counties, that's where yes. you want to kind of yes. direct your um, your phone call or, uh, or just anything that you you might want to mm-hmm. do as far as maybe setting up a a presentation to a church uh, club, civic group, or nonprofit yes. organization. You, you do that in Tyler, and you can also do that through your outreach offices in those four other counties as well. And there's a lot of information on there about what's happening in the areas outside Smith County. So please, we encourage you, do check that website. Speaking of which, there's another event, and uh, it'll be well after Sexual Assault Awareness Month, but let's go ahead and give that a little publicity right now. And this is a way of drawing attention to some of the people who live in the more outlying areas. This happens in Athens, and it's May 27th this year. Yes. It's called Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. That's yes. kind of an interesting little endeavor. This takes place in Athens, um, and it's um, they had they hold the event at the courthouse, and it also takes place during the Fiddlers Festival mm-hmm. in Athens. And so it's a it's a fun event, and uh, we Walk a Mile in Her Shoes is it's a national event. And you have to gain uh, permission to actually be able to provide this in in your area of service. And this will be our fifth year to do it. And um, it's it's a big event for Athens and Henderson County. And it's a fun event. And what they do is they they, uh, solicit teams of men that will come in as a team. And they walk a mile around the courthouse in red high heel high heel shoes mm. <laughs> and we have to special order a lot of those those high heels in men's sizes but you know i'm not sure okay. john if i could actually walk around the courthouse in a pair of high heels so you have to really give these guys a lot of credit for what they do i agree and um they so far some of the teams that are signed up are the uh athens uh the henderson county sheriff's department swat team is coming in as a team the maybank police department and the Maybank Fire Department have teams that are coming in, the Knights of Columbus, and also a group uh, called Camp Gladiator. It's a uh, fitness facility, but they've put together a team. And they're still taking um, uh, registration for teams. Uh, the deadline is May the 10th, so 
the staff out in Athens are they're, they're starting to make phone calls this week trying to get more teams signed up and get more groups and more agencies involved and businesses involved to, to send in a team of men that would be willing to have a lot of fun, bring a lot of awareness to the issue of sexual assault. Okay, that's in Athens, May 10th, the Walk a Mile in Her Shoes event. In May, May 27th, excuse me, May 10th is the deadline to register. Pardon my blooper there. And it's during the Fiddler's Festival. That uh, sure to draw a lot of extra attention to it. Um, May 27th in Athens, Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. Make checks payable to the East Texas Crisis Center and mail to P.O. Box 847, Athens 75751. Sponsorships available for $200. I'm kind of reading right off the sheet here. Uh, for more information, best contact information I think we can give out, contact Della Cooper or Kathy Arnold at 903-675-2137. That's Della Cooper or Kathy Arnold at 903-675-2137 for more information about Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. The other thing I wanted to do, we were talking about contact information and it's important, and from here I want to segue into a little discussion about some of the signs of um, the red flags, if you will, which are on your website, ways for people to know that they're in a relationship that maybe isn't going the way it should and could be dangerous, possibly even deadly. If there's an immediate crisis, always 911. Just if a life is in danger at that moment, 911, always the number to call. Um, but after office hours, you can call the hotline. And that's 903-595-5591 or 800-333-0358. And that's where uh, your 24-7 availability comes in. You're always there. There are always people staffing those hotlines to help people who are in crisis. That goes for 911 as well, by the way. But let's talk about the red flags. And it says right here on the website, know the red flags. Some consequences in life are obvious, but uh, others not so much. And if you can just kind of run down the laundry list or some of the key points that you try to make to people. If they're in a relationship and it's not going well, it's already violent, there's already sexual assault going on, but you're dealing with denial, people being afraid to seek help. What are some of the red flags and what do people need to do? Well, I want to preface this with it's a it this whole list, what it actually is, is a total lack of respect for you as a person mm-hmm. and I'm and um, I'm talking not only to adult women but also to young girls in high school that have begun to date if you're in a relationship where he's always putting you down he's always belittling you he's extremely jealous and if you're out with your girlfriends he's calling you every five minutes mm-hmm. or he's following you yeah if if you see any, if any of these things are happening this is not a good this is not a good relationship and and you're not involved with a mature young man and in marriage you see these same things but then it goes beyond of where um, he is in control of everything he's in control of the money and and that who's spending it if you're five minutes late coming back from the grocery store he goes into a rage and and he's always accusing you of having an affair and uh, and that's very common uh, um, uh, men that are violent in their relationship they're extremely jealous they have no other relationships they don't have their own support system so they put everything on their spouse or their partner and uh, and, and I mean everything good and bad and especially the bad and one of the things that's very typical whether we're talking high school age or we're talking adult and married is um, the um, 
the, the, it starts with verbal abuse, emotional abuse, mm-hmm. and then can can begin to bleed over into uh, phys- actual physical violence. But yeah. we have a lot of women that come to us. He has not hit them yet, but he might shove them, block them, hold on to them, not let them leave the room, um, but has never actually hit them. But that's also uh, very emotionally abusive for uh, to be treated that way. So we have a lot of women that come in. Maybe they haven't left, but they really need help, and they'll come in and for individual counseling or um, uh, 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 attend one of the support groups. We have support groups and individual counseling for victims of sexual assault as well. And uh, you were right when you mentioned that um, these these red flags of these different types of behavior, especially in dating violence, that. Uh, a lot of these uh, red flags, they don't start cropping up until um, there's been a, an intimate uh, interaction between the, the boy and the girl. Mm-hmm. And once that takes place, that's when you'll begin to see some the jealousy, the control, the you know tracking everything you do. Um, and that's when it'll become a lot more dangerous for the for the young woman. Okay, no appointment necessary. Your services are free. Want to make that point right yes. now? Immediate crisis intervention and advocacy available on a walk-in basis during regular business hours. And in Tyler, that's eight thirty to five thirty weekdays, twenty four oh one Huey Drive. And you can check the etcc.org website for the other locations in uh, Wood Rains, Van Zant, and Henderson counties, where you also have outreach services. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. Everything is confidential. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I want to preface this with saying that, that the counseling is set up so that you have someone that you can talk to and they are non judgmental and they are there to help you um, ha- just have a safe place where you can talk about the things that are really bothering you. Mm-hmm. The hotline numbers again 903 595. 5591 or 800 358 And one of the things that jumped out at me on your website was under the Get Help section, which you are in the Get Help section, which you'll see if you go to that website. Uh, first of all, there's a section called Need Help Now. That's very short and to the point. And then Internet and Computer Safety. We're in a whole new age. I mean, that's been obvious now for the last several years. And I just wanted to make this point. Email, not a safe or confidential way to talk to someone about the danger or abuse in your life. Please make that phone call instead. Email, computers, we're talking monitoring, we're talking hacking, uh, cell phones, same thing. Got to be careful with those. But basically, uh, computers are where we really want to put the emphasis right now. If you need to make a call on your cell phone, I mean, everybody uses cell phones nowadays, but... uh, do not use email. Make that phone call if you're in crisis. You're correct. And, and another with the cell phones that um, a lot of um, uh, people do not realize that you can be tracked, that, that someone's tracking you mm-hmm. with, because you still have your cell phone with you. When women come into our shelter, our clients are coming in to meet with their counselor. That's one of the first things that's addressed to make them aware and, and tell them how they can disengage or change phones. Because if he's gotten hold of your cell phone and he wants to know where you are every minute of the day, uh, a lot of these, these, you know, a lot of people know how to go in and, and set it up so that they can track you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And that would bring to mind possibly the um, idea of using a friend's cell phone or 
finding a landline that you can mm -hmm. use if you want to make a crisis call. Yeah. That would be something certainly to keep in mind as well. Yes. Okay. Talking to Lana Peacock, Executive Director of the East Texas Crisis Center, as we observe April as Sexual Assault Awareness Month. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. Something that uh, we talked about before we went to air that I wanted to bring out again now, you have services to recent sexual assault victims and domestic violence victims mm -hmm. as well, and also those who were assaulted as children who are just now getting to the point where they feel as though they really need to talk about it. The people who are most likely not to seek help, who are they? Those would be uh, people who've been recently sexually assaulted. Mm -hmm. And uh, we might meet them at the emergency room and give them information. And there's typically a delay in when they're going to report, they're going to come in and actually ask to see a counselor, sometimes six months to a year. And, and the reason they'll finally call or they'll finally come in to meet with a counselor is because they start exhibiting a lot of emotional distress mm -hmm. because, of, because of what happened to them. That can be depression, anxiety, they can't sleep, uh, the symptoms that are uh, the post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, so they're just not functioning the way they need to and want to, and that's when they'll finally seek help. Okay. And for all of this, we're really kind of focusing on the crises that people face. But just the fact that you give out the HOPE Awards every year and that you have so many people involved in your efforts, including the folks at UT Tyler who are putting on the Denim Day on April 26th, there have to be some success stories. But I'm sure it takes a lot of honesty with yourself, with your family, and just a willingness and a determination to move forward from where you are and to make some changes. Change is difficult for people, but when you're in a bad relationship and just a really super bad relationship like we're talking about, you've got to be willing to take that leap. And fortunately, I'm sure you've had a lot of success stories along the way. We have. Um, oh, not too many years ago, I had a young woman that called and she wanted to come in and share her story with me and she had been in counseling services with the crisis center when she was 15 years old mm. she had been at a she had gone to a party um, and was sexually assaulted by several young men mm. and um, uh, she had so many threats uh, against her because she did report that um, to law enforcement and they had a case pending for a long time and so there were a lot of people in the school that were threatening her finally her mother moved them to another area of east texas just to get her out of that school system Gosh. but she came back and uh, asked to meet with me and she had just completed her uh, bachelor's degree uh, at the nursing school so she was a registered rn in her early 20s and uh, she said i wanted you to know that i made it and I can tell you that meant a lot to me to, to see her after all those years and meet with her and talk with her and know that she went on with her life and was able to build uh, on her life what she, the things that she wanted to do. Mm -hmm. She was not going to let that stop her from uh, being who she wanted to be. Excellent story. And I know there are others just like yes. that. Don't have time to tell all of them today, but... Uh... 39 years after you first went into business, going strong and helping people who really, really, really need help. Just kind of wanted to, as we get down close to the end of the show this morning, uh, if you go to the website, etcc.org, and look under programs, family or domestic violence, there's this program called HARP, Help, 
end abusive relationship tendencies. This is a confidential support group for battered and formerly victims, and I just kind of wanted to run down these briefly. You have sexual assault advocacy and support groups. There's a whole paragraph worth of information about how that works. Advocacy and legal advocacy. You're going to accompany folks to hospitals, law enforcement offices, prosecutors' offices, and courts as needed, and you partner with other agencies mm -hmm. around the community mm -hmm. that do work that kind of dovetails with the kind of work you do. Those partnerships, those collaborations, so very, very important. You can even screen and process legal documents in cooperation with the justice system to get family protective orders. Of course, the emergency shelter, that's probably the first thing most people think about when they think of the crisis center. Kids prevention and education programs, economic education programs, helping people get back on their mm -hmm. feet once they need to get out of that bad relationship and start making it on their own. The emergency solutions program, a little over two years old, that's now being done done as a collaborative effort involving you, the Cornerstone Assistance Network, and the Salvation Army in Tyler, and then always available to get out and talk to groups, clubs, nonprofit organizations, yes. church groups, and for that, you would want to call 903-509-2526 and just set something up and kind of do what we're doing here this morning. That's right, and I appreciate you uh, having me come on the air and be able to talk about these things. and. And uh, it's awareness to the, our community. Thank you, John. Yeah, you bet. We're not quite done yet, and I think we're going to take the last minute or so just kind of running down what's coming up. Hope Awards, April 27th, 1230 to 1.30 in the afternoon at the Tyler Public Library. That's where you honor the folks who have really gone above and beyond to help out with this ongoing battle against domestic violence and sexual assault. Denim Day, UT Tyler, April 26th. The folks on campus are going to be wearing denim as a way of protesting victim blaming. And uh, one thing we can say, if you happen to be visiting UT Tyler that day, I'm sure they wouldn't mind seeing you show up in denim too, just, to kind of, just as kind of a show of support. And then May 27th, walk a mile in her shoes, and that is, yes, men walking in specially ordered red high heels to draw awareness to really high heels like <laughs> yes. spike heels yes. oh my yes. goodness oh, gracious no. <laughs> well the photo op city there that's going to be in athens on may 27th more information 903-509-2526 or go to the website etcc.org lana peacock it's been informative educational a pleasure and highly worthwhile to have you visit with us this morning talking about the east texas crisis center thanks so much keep doing the great work you do I appreciate you so much, John. Thank you. You bet. Again, Lana Peacock during April, Sexual Assault Awareness Month from the East Texas Crisis Center. Our guest this morning, I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again next week, as always, on In Focus. Your only local news radio. This is KTBB Tyler, KTBB FM, Troop Tyler Longview, and KTBB.com.